0: Hello dear friends, in this episode I will cover the biography of Otrok Vyacheslav, who stayed on earth some 11 years, and then in the end uh, we'll cover the current situation, including a bit of news from Alexander Paramonov. On his mother's side, uh, Vyacheslav was born in a very, very religious family. His mother, she remembers her grandparents praying for days and and nights in front of the icons. Vyacheslav's mother, uh, Valentina Afanasyevna, remembers her grandmother Fatimia. At that time, they started uh, issuing passports in mass in Russia. Back then Fatimia has already heard from the elders that uh, the devil will number the people and give them passports, they already warned her about that few generations ago and even at that time the message was do not take any passports whatsoever, it is very dangerous. Due to the lack of passport, uh, Grandmother Fatimia could never get an official employment so she would just uh, gather forest fruits and uh, sell them at the street corner for living. As Vyacheslav's mother saw more and more evidence that uh, he is actually uh, an ascended angel, she started having doubts uh, why was he born to her, there is nothing special in their family. His uh, father, uh, who has expired for some years now, he just had a relatively very low rank in the military, nothing special. And she actually shared her uh, doubts about this with uh, Vyacheslav. And he explained to her, uh, he said, uh, me and you, Mama, we are actually um, descendants of a very, very uh, glorious forefathers. And he did tell her who was actually in their lineage, but requested her not to share that information publicly. And in general, we covered that in the survivors that they did all these tricks with uh, tempering the way the clans form their family names and in general keep records and respect their lineage and possibly also using frequency weapons to literally uh, make the people lose their memory of who they are. And basically, most of us in the West, we know pretty much nothing about our real lineage. But those of us who have decided not to betray the Lord and um, not to take the new documents, usually uh, such people will come in uh, special lineages, just uh, they don't know about it. And divisive versa is true as well, because the current representatives of uh, every clan They are actually specially selected by the destiny. Now, during the grand exam, with their choice, they will affect the destiny of the entire lineage behind them. Vyacheslav was born in a maternity hospital, a rather simple one actually, a tent, uh, because uh, at that time his uh, uh, father was in in these cold regions, it it was everything uh, very basic, so it was a tent. But his mother remembers that uh, the nurse who was... uh, Always carrying him, yeah, in in uh, those homes, they separate the babies from the mother and bring them to the mother only for uh, uh, drinking milk. The nurse who used to carry him, she was very unusual, also her dress and looks. she was kind of out of this uh, uh, world in terms of looks so actually shortly after departing from the maternity home Vyacheslav's mother decided to return and find this unusual lady but when she started inquiring about her it turned out uh, there was never such a nurse employed uh, in that uh, maternity hospital another similar untraceable person uh, was uh, the doctor or whatever looked like a doctor who actually uh, one day came and checked Vyacheslav and somehow wrote in his uh, medical record that he should never be vaccinated uh, because of uh, some sort of reason. And that's why he missed all the vaccinations except uh, one inoculation, which was done before that. Also, his eyes were uh, quite unusual. And um, apparently... Some doctor came and uh, he understood that this could be considered as a sickness by some, so he explicitly wrote in his uh, record, which remains uh, throughout the childhood, that he should never get treatment for his eyes as well. Actually, Vyacheslav uh, spent uh, almost half of his life in Germany because uh, His father was stationed uh, there initially when he was uh, still a small baby. And um, there was one episode over there in Germany when they were leaving, his parents decided to buy all kinds of... um, at that time, luxury items, for example, embroideries and um, fine fabrics, because um, they were not freely available for sale in Russia at that time. So, because in Eastern Europe the parents have this tradition when their children get married to give them um, lots of luxury items as gifts, his parents were thinking. Uh, Vyacheslav and his brother, he has a brother, Kostya we better buy the gifts now until we can and we'll keep them for many years and we'll give them when the boys get married so at that time uh, apparently Vyacheslav uh, knew he would uh, leave much earlier than his parents expect but he didn't want to tell them yet and um, His mother was telling him, Do you see these things? Do you like them? One day when you get married, uh, we'll give them to you at your wedding. But Vyacheslav just uh, told her, No, all these things will be for Kostya. His brother's name is Kostya. His mother didn't get it and she said, No, do you see this embroidery? It's very nice. Why don't you like it? He said, It will be for Kostya. Then she started uh, showing him other things to get him interested, but he said about each and every one of them, this will be for Kostya as well. This is his brother, by the way, now on the photograph. His mother uh, said to Vyacheslav, you see, you will grow up and you will get married and you will have children of uh, your own. Maybe you will allow me to take care of your children, she said. And at that time Vyacheslav uh, silently accepted her offer to take care of his children, little did she know uh, that uh, he actually meant all the thousands of people uh, of which she will have to take care of after he departs. As a kid, uh, Vyacheslav had no interest in toys, they were uh, simply not exciting to him, none of them. He would always talk about uh, God and encourage the people to go to church at that time. We are currently at the turning point at which uh, he said people should uh, probably stop going to church when it openly betrays the Lord. But at that time, uh, he was not interested in uh, toys. Uh, He was interested in uh, getting the people to turn to the Lord. He was never naughty. He was always an exemplary kid, also in school. And in the beginning, he was even excited to go to school. But later on, especially when they started teaching history, He was uh, kind of uh, fed up, he said it's uh, really unbelievable that the history can get distorted in such a monstrous way. It seems he was expecting some sort of history distortion already, but the stories he heard, uh, they were far beyond he could imagine uh, the nonsense can reach. He healed and helped many people during his life and it is not clear how exactly did uh, he heal them but all of them they report a similar experience they he he would just uh, talk to them and at that time they would feel kind of uh, some sort of an invisible threads as if uh, pulling something in their body at the place where the sickness is And shortly after that they would all of a sudden get healthy and such miraculous healing actually they uh, continue even after his uh, departure. Actually there are thousands of uh, testimonials and a couple of uh, volumes have been published with uh, the miraculous healings of uh, people from all religions at his uh, burial site. Actually two years before he left, uh, in a casual conversation in the church, he told one lady that uh, he's gonna live in two years, but at that time she did not uh, tell his mother. So to that lady he mentioned that uh, he's gonna live in two years, but his mother will live uh, long enough to the time of the Antichrist. To his parents, uh, he said that he will leave some half an year before it happened. It was actually in the train. They were coming back from um, the main place of the church in Russia. And they were even considering to relocate so that he can live near to that uh, church place but he interrupted their conversation and told them you don't have to relocate they said what do you mean we uh, you're you not coming or what he said no i will uh, get sick and live in half an year which very much surprised them and alarmed them but he explained that uh, people have started losing their minds uh, somewhat sooner than expected and the devilish force has penetrated earth and it will not allow him to grow up. In other possible reality uh, he could have grown up, he would have uh, had a family, initially he would be a doctor and then he would become a monk but um, the human race did not take that path so he had to leave. When Vyacheslav got seriously sick uh, His parents brought him to the hospital. Actually, they never properly diagnosed him and didn't give him much treatment. Apparently, they were uh, mostly clueless of what uh, he has actually. But it seems it was possibly related with the blood. And because of uh, radioactivity in the region, kids of his uh, age and even younger uh, die in great numbers from uh, something maybe similar to blood cancer and at one point they tried to change his blood but he uh, definitely refused. He said, and not only me, this should never be done in the hospital to anybody when because when the blood of another person enters your body anyway, it will not help you actually, but you will surely get all the sins of that other person and his entire lineage. So he was uh, radically against any transplants or getting blood from other people of course they ignored him and they tried to put it anyway in his veins without any success they put the needles and everything but the blood simply refused to flow although it was uh, of course placed in such a way that it had to drip in it simply did not and um, After many attempts, eventually they just gave up and could not put other people's blood in him. Later on he explained that if they would have managed, hypothetically, it would uh, cut his entire bridge with heaven. No wonder that with the current uh, initiative uh, they are going straight for the blood. And by the way, a question from a viewer of the channel is it okay to have a swapped or fixed partner well having a fixed partner is well a bit close to accepting actually the blood of another person because there is exchange of lots of things when you physically connect to a person so i i think it is not okay and is it okay to have a swapped partner Well, I don't know. It's a gamble. We don't really know what is in these things. So we don't know what uh, we could be getting infected with. The other questions in this message have been answered in uh, previous episodes a few times. And back to the uh, departure of Udrog Vyacheslav. He mentioned many things that, for example, he will lay there dressed in anzug. Initially, his mother did not understand what he meant by that. But later on, uh, during the burial, the circumstances turned in such a way that uh, they could not remove this uh, very casual sports outfit and he had to be buried with it. He also, uh, later on, when somebody donated this uh, kind of uh, fence for for his uh, burial place, When they saw the design, they recognized it in one of the sketches he left. Also, the last uh, gift he left for his mother was a sketch of the big temple. Uh, He said, the last temple you will build. And actually, his only inconvenience, when he was uh, leaving, the only thing he was not happy about was that he will leave his mother alone. He apologized to her so many times about that and he said, I tried so hard to find somebody and uh, send him to be there with you during the tribulation, but I could not find anybody. In the case with his mother, what I think most people don't realize is, for example, they go to church and they see some sort of images of uh, saints, both men and women there. Uh, We see them lighting candles, bowing down, praying, sometimes crying. But how many of them do realize that uh, contemporaries like, for example, Vyacheslav's mother are saints of the same rank. Vyacheslav told her in uh, great detail in her case of what is about to happen. For example, first he told her that she will have uh, lots of problems with her feet. And indeed, after his departure, she had to walk with, with uh, uh, sticks for a couple of years and she really had uh, serious pain in, in, in the feet and in the legs. When he was telling her that, uh, she asked, you have healed so many people at that time when that happens. Shall I pray to you? Will you come and heal me? He said, "Uh, no, unfortunately I will not be able to heal you. She said, why? He said, you will have to suffer for your own sins and also the sins of other people. So I found one... uh, radio interview with his mother and they were asking her how does she relate with his spirit does she ask him all the time for things she said that he always uh, she always feels the presence of uh, his spirit but he has told her everything so well that is about to come that in her case uh, she sees no point in uh, begging him to change things Although she said there were points of time when her vision developed and she realized that she actually sometimes suffers because of the sins of all these uh, people who are coming by thousands day and night at their home begging for help, advice, asking questions. And there were times she was thinking, why do I need that to, to suffer because of all these people? Many of them are also unthankful. But later on, she realized that's uh, how it was meant to be, that's how it is, and that's how it will be. And most importantly, should be. Now, since some two years, she's no longer in uh, Cheberkul, the town uh, where he is buried. She's in some uh, rural area, again in that region, and I guess this is the period which he foretold as. Uh, me and you, mama we will be at some point in the forest and around us there will be so many birds one of the next uh, periods will come uh, when even more people actually realize that uh, his prophecies are true when things start happening and there will be a lot more noise also international about him and then The the government, they will actually dig out his remains and they will take him to Moscow together with his mother. That will be the most uh, difficult period in her life. They will uh, groom her, tell her what to tell on TV, but when the time comes, she will forget everything Uh, they have uh, instructed her to tell and because the broadcast will be live she will end up telling what he said and this will have a profound effect on the nation and then she will go and live in another city she was surprised when uh, she heard about that She said, I will be very old, I don't have any relatives or friends, I've never been there, I don't know anybody in that city at all, what am I going to do there in my old age? He said, don't worry, you will have new friends at that time. And then she will uh, live long enough to meet the great monarch, or the Gradushy Tsar, the future righteous king of Russia who will uh, reunite Uh, the true Christians, at least the true Orthodox Christians. And he will gather the unmarked people at one place, probably somewhere in the middle of Russia, because um, the the big temple will be there. So she will be one of the people helping uh, the great monarch. Eventually she will uh, depart from the same sickness as uh, Vyacheslav I don't know if she will uh, uh, live to, to, to the second coming of Christ, but when Christ comes openly, at that time, uh, the red square with the Kremlin, it would have uh, the, the land below it would have given in and it would have kind of sunk already. Just the star that is now on the top will stick out and when christ comes and steps on the red square even that will collapse also he will uh, come and see that huge temple what i found interesting is uh, when he described the deconstruction of the temple uh, he mentioned that uh, some rich lady will donate towards it and after that they will find the treasure with which uh, they will finance the rest of the construction of the temple. So that suggests that uh, even more or less uh, in the middle of the tribulation, when we could expect the great monarch, still the unmarked people, at least in Russia, uh, will uh, be able to use uh, a, a financi- some sort of financial system. That I find interesting, uh, but I'm not sure if it will be applicable uh, worldwide. More on this topic in the episode about the great monarch. And also his mother will be sometimes in the forest, sometimes in the city afterwards. So, apparently, there will be a whole lot happening. It's not that uh, we'll have to run to the forest and wait there 10 years. There will be uh, lots of things going on constantly. And when he gets uh, really famous, then they will start uh, to look for an old uh, book where all the prophets are described and eventually they will find it uh, in Russia somewhere in the church archives and over there his uh, true identity uh, will be revealed which will uh, initially quite scare his uh, living relatives at that time but then uh, they will be very happy and uh, even uh, entire Germany will be proud that uh, he spent half of his life over there So his mother, probably she's uh, still in the forest, or that's the last news I had, uh, because uh, she sent a message through somebody. She doesn't use internet herself, but she wrote a message maybe a year ago uh, from her forest dwelling, which somebody published. The interesting thing is that uh, when the <laughs> bug madness started, Even in her uh, own circle, everybody found some excuse, already betrayed the Lord at a very early stage. And all her immediate uh, relatives and people around her, they all found some excuse. I'm sure the listeners are very well familiar with all these types of excuses. And she said, uh, I'm so happy now that I know all these other people who are loyal to Vyacheslav and to the Lord, religious people, Orthodox in Russia. Otherwise I would think I'm almost alone because in her immediate circle she's there alone now. When I heard that it really gave me uh, lots of courage for myself because uh, I'm in the same position. But let's get back to the moment uh, When Vyacheslav was in the hospital and he was about to leave his mother asked him why are you leaving in such a way with this sickness and he said I needed to come to this uh, hospital to understand uh, how these uh, kids feel because in that uh, hospital very young uh, babies and young children they die from this uh, radiation in the blood many of them by hundreds so he said i will be coming all the time here after i die to help them and now i'm here to see what is the situation and he did not get much treatment at all himself but even some of actually the doctors who had incurable conditions themselves they came for help and diagnosed to his room because uh, they knew that uh, many people got miraculously healed by him and until the end he never stopped uh, helping people even when he was very weak and in lots of pain even in that condition he did heal some people As far as the future of his uh, hometown, Chebarkul, which is in Siberia, he said that initially, uh, when they cut off uh, central energy supply, heating will be a big problem over there. Initially, the people will start uh, cutting into pieces their furniture and burning it in desperation. But in no time they will run out of furniture and they will simply leave these uh, multi-storied buildings and uh, go to live at other places on the land because uh, it will be very difficult to heat these uh, multi-storied buildings with flats especially in winter children will be seen wandering on the streets because outside will be warmer than in their flats in the schools the teachers will do their best as uh, they run out of all supplies even uh, notebooks and eventually even pens and pencils in the beginning the teachers will advise the pupils to make use of their old and used notebooks and write on the blank spaces around uh, the already written text. But eventually they will run out of pens and it will be too cold and the entire school thing will just uh, fall apart. Since uh, most of the men uh, will be drafted and then uh, killed during the wars, At the end, at least in the orthodox lands, uh, women uh, will have to be priests, otherwise uh, there will be no priests. So these are the points I wanted to include in this episode. Uh, You will find a lot more details about his life in the older videos as well, I just uh, didn't want to repeat what is already there. So recently, more has been posted on uh, Kaznat for Tsara, the YouTube channel of Alexander Paramonov. And it seems uh, they tried a massive trillions worth of uh, financial fraud, stealing from his accounts to finance World War III, uh, which they are already advertising in the mass media. And uh, since a couple of months, somebody is helping him with the channel. Also there is some English content but um, the person who is um, adding uh, his own content with uh, quotes and sometimes the voice of Paramonov possibly adds um, some of his own prospective and wishful thinking to the content and uh, puts out information which doesn't seem to actually be confirmed by the voice of Permonov. like for example um, in his own voice alexander panamonov speaks about this attempt of uh, really trilli- stealing trillions from his accounts and it seems that this particular attempt has been hampered but when uh, in the english version when they speak about the same thing And they say, so the attempt failed, it means World War III is now canceled, uh, which uh, Alexander Paramonov did not hint or imply at all when he was uh, covering the narration. And indeed, when he was talking about the same thing, the way he was uh, trying to put into people's minds, uh, make uh, peace instead of war, Uh, That was uh, more of a hint that uh, the war is uh, rather not cancelled, actually. And he's such a positive person uh, himself uh, that uh, if it was cancelled, because uh, in previous videos he mentioned a number of times that it is uh, almost unavoidable at this point, Uh, so I'm quite sure that if it was uh, really cancelled, he would not have forgotten to tell us. And i noticed uh, this with a few other points uh, made by the new content provider on his channel so to sum up if you hear something on his channel and it is uh, not alexander paramon himself speaking in russian don't be sure that uh, you are getting information which comes directly from him and in general this entire situation of uh, confusing wishful thinking with reality is turning to be a bigger and bigger problem. I get lots of correspondence from uh, spiritual type of people and uh, it is becoming the norm that uh, they're becoming followers of the Jal or will be uh, becoming such very soon and they all have the same uh, excuse Oh, if there is something not so right, I will just uh, dissolve it with my own energy. And also they all seem to be convinced that they can uh, take the convenient path and later on if there is some punishment for uh, following the devil, okay, I will just imagine my own reality and everything will be cancelled very easily. That's what they think. Although looking at the world situation, it's pretty much obvious that it doesn't work like that, imagine it happens. But uh, these people, they they are so blindly fanatic that they don't even see the obvious, uh, that they cannot create uh, uh, their own reality, at least the way they imagine which is think and here it is it happens immediately they have been deceived because indeed we create our own reality with our beliefs and thoughts Uh, that is the truth however it is a bit complex how it works in time and in terms of different incarnations and the way it works it is called uh, the law of karma But these people, you cannot talk with them. Uh, For them, there is only one way, and that is the easy way. You think, and it will happen immediately, even though they cannot demonstrate it. It's like uh, saying, you see, somebody won the lottery, so it means uh, I will play, and if I won't, of course, I will win it. But neither do such fanatics uh, win a lottery. And what is worst is uh, that they will get into such a a trouble by getting the seemingly convenient way they will not get the material convenience they dream for for very long maybe just a week or months or even if it is couple of years it will be fully compensated by the internal anguish and uh, turmoil and constant uh, desperation the deep uh, depressive states of their minds who will not even allow them to enjoy the internal conveniences for which they are selling their soul very very cheap and in austria fixation is already compulsory for all adults without an exception they can find you up to some almost 40,000 euro per year plus you go to jail if you don't um, answer their medical invitation with the timestamp where they have prepared everything for you the needles and all that and for those who don't like it they have already recruited a special army of headhunters specializing in um, yeah, finding people and uh, well Not sure what they will do with them. Germany seems to be about to make it uh, mandatory as well. By the way, if uh, you are in Austria when you hear this and you are not yet fixed, you can contact me at this email.